0: Hello there! Welcome back to episode four of a Dime Talk podcast. My name is Elise. I am the host, the creator of a Dime Talk podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is so late on a Tuesday night, and boy, has been a crazy last two weeks. I have been super bad at um, uploading an episode, so this makes it week two that um, I didn't upload an episode, and I'm so sorry, I apologize, totally neglected you guys, but um, there's a reason why, and that's what I want to start the podcast with today. I'm going to start it off on a serious note because there's some shit that went down and it really kind of fucked me up actually it didn't kind of fuck me up it fucked me up and I feel like you know I am I know I'm not the only one that's dealing with this That there's probably millions of people there's probably a lot of people even that are listening now or that follow me on social media who are going through this and it's really tough for me to come out and just admit it. I, I I came out on social media, on Instagram, um, and now just coming out officially on my podcast where it's recorded and people are going to play it and replay it. And someone's probably listening to this in their car or they have their headphones in and they're going to clearly hear it come out of my mouth. Um, but with that being said, I just want to bring awareness to mental health mental illnesses um they are real and i myself have suffered from of is it suffered from or of i have anxiety and depression and i've been dealing with this for quite a while already um it's not something i really talk about or i want to talk about too much because when i do talk about it or when i mention it to some people they don't seem to understand. And I think that's one of the biggest problems today. Um, people not understanding that mental health or mental illness is real. People do suffer from this illness and it can drive someone crazy. It can even drive someone to death. And the last two weeks, I was at a point where I w- was thinking, what if. I wasn't here or I'd rather not be here, which was really, really scary. I honestly have not felt that in a long time. And I thought I had overcome my depression, but there was just some shit that went down and it really got me to that point, which I never, ever, ever, ever want to go back to. So yes, I did have a therapist. I did see a psychiatrist. I was Also prescribed medication for my depression. And although those are great avenues and probably the number one choice for a lot of people or, you know, suggestion from medical professionals. I really believe that uh, mental health can be achieved and it's up to really the person going through it, whether they want to change. And I personally don't want to feel this way forever like I want to be okay like I want to be at a point in my life where it's like okay I no longer feel this way so what I do is I um I read a lot I I don't want to say I meditate but I do just sit down and think write down my thoughts try to take deep breaths and work out do exercises that are going to help me just push through it and come out strong and really that's what i did it does take me a while when i have like my little episodes um it does take me a couple of days and it's really really hard like i just i don't even know like if you are going through this you know how hard it is um it just feels like you're never gonna get out um but it took me a couple of days and then another thing is there was alcohol involved so with alcohol being involved and alcohol being in your system and you falling into a depression it's so much harder it's like oh god i i i I don't even know how to describe it but that's another thing too and then also when you start telling somebody like oh my god i don't feel good like i'm depressed i have anxiety and they know you like drink they automatically think like oh alcoholic like no it's not like that like I really didn't eat anything and I just had a couple of drinks and you know totally forgot that I had not ate anything all day and boom you know something happened so I definitely had some crazy shit happen to me and I'm just happy to be alive because it was really really bad So, yeah, if you're listening to this and you suffer from depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, please seek help. I wish I had hotlines or phone numbers to hotlines, but I know that they're available on Google. Once I get more information, I definitely will be posting it on the Dime Talk Instagram account. But um, also, if you have a friend or family member that are going through this, please 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 just be a great listener be there for that person support that person like it's really really hard you know um you probably will have to repeat yourself many times before the person finally understands but it is really a mental illness and with that being said if you follow me on Instagram my personal page I did announce it and I did come out and say hey you know this is what I'm going through right now and the amount of people that just were in my DMs supporting me and giving me their story and just appreciating the fact that I came out and I was vulnerable and just real with my audience really made me feel so good because I'm not alone and that made me feel so much better. Honestly, thank you to each and every one of you that reached out. If it wasn't for the messages, the beautiful messages, the kind words from you guys, I honestly don't I would have come out of that as quick as I did. So thank you so much. And this episode is dedicated to all of you, to everyone going through any issues. This is is for you. Um, If you ever feel like messaging me or talking to me, I'm available to talk. I'm always here. I'm that person that is always just going to make myself available to somebody going through hard times because I've been there and I know exactly what it's like. So again, mental health, it's real. Please take care of yourselves. Please take care of your loved ones. Hug a loved one. Tell them you love them. Always be kind. Be kind. Always be nice to people because you do not know what that person might be going through deep inside. I'm so against bullying. I'm so against people being haters and just being rude to each other. Like I think I have the biggest heart ever and I think it it sometimes gets me in trouble and I get into my own feelings but I really really want you guys to just show love show lots of love so yes now on a much brighter note it was a little dark there I really didn't know what to talk about on this week's episode but um A couple of weeks ago, I did post a poll question on my Instagram and I asked whether, I asked my audience, I asked my followers if it mattered if a girl knows how to cook or not. And I got a few answers and I was a little shocked to, um, actually I wasn't really that shocked. I feel like a lot of people these days really expect women to know how to cook and there's really not that many women that know how to cook. And I think that's what really surprised me because you guys have this expectation for women and a lot of them nowadays don't meet those expectations, but you guys are still with them, which is what I don't understand. But anyway, a lot of guys were replying to that poll uh, question and a lot of men out there really think it's, they, they want their girl to learn, not learn, but they want their girl to know how to cook. And that's really crazy. And then I have a few people that were like, no, you know, as long as she's hot or, you know, that doesn't matter, whatever, which I think is like crazy. You know, there's like this population of the, there's this male population, a, a large percentage of the male population that wants their Girl to cook, and then you have a very small population that doesn't care. I need to be leaning more towards the population that doesn't care, just so I'm not stuck cooking for the rest of my life. But I do cook. I love to cook, so that's not my problem. It's not a problem for me. But honestly, I I don't. I think I'm like done cooking. I'm like retired. I was in a relationship where I literally cooked gourmet meals for breakfast, lunch, dinner, weekends. It was just like a feast. And it was just like, you do all these things for this person and you still end up getting cheated on, which is so fucking insane. So honestly, moral of the story is love the person you're with. You will find somebody and whatever they do or whatever they don't do won't matter because the connection will just be there. Everything will be real. And yeah, that's, That's just really how, how it, how it goes. So it's currently 11 o'clock on a Tuesday and it's October. What is it? October 6th. It's the month of Halloween. I love Halloween and I want to get into like Halloween for the next episode, but apparently Halloween is canceled. Why? I, I don't understand. Like how is Halloween canceled? How is it canceled? And then another thing is like you go to the grocery store or Target and they have all these Halloween decorations. They have candy, costumes, whatever. The Halloween costume store is even open now, I think, in my area, which is insane. So it's like, is it really canceled? Is it not canceled? I don't know. Apparently it is according to the government. Um. But it's like, hello, Halloween, you wear a mask. Like, a lot of people wear a mask on Halloween. And isn't that the whole, like, theme of the corona? To wear a fucking mask when you're outside. So how is Halloween canceled? Like, if you go out trick-or-treating, you're wearing a mask. Like, Frankenstein mask, whatever mask. How is Halloween canceled? Please, somebody explain to me how Halloween is canceled. So the last um, episode that I had that I posted, um, I had two guest speakers on the podcast and I got a lot of good feedback. It sounds like a lot of you guys really are interested in just having people on here. I'm still working on my list of getting guests on here with this whole COVID shit. I feel like a lot of people are so scared to just come out of their fucking hole. And what I mean by that is like the people that I really want to have on the podcast, a.k.a. my friend Sean. I don't know if he's listening to this, but I've tried to get him on here and he just like wanted to do a zoom call or whatever, but that's not the point, Sean. I want to get you on here so we can film. But anyway, I totally understand. Um, A lot of people are like so into like the cheating and like the hinge stuff. And I really can't really speak on hinge dating anymore because it's like I've been off a hinge and honestly, I find it like redundant at the moment. But I do have one of my girlfriends who actually did sign up for Hinge recently and she went on a Hinge date and it went well. So I'm, I'm happy that Hinge dating right now is still a thing. Um, I don't know. I kind of was considering just going on there as like an experiment, not because I want to date or anything, but just to like bullshit around and like ask these guys fucking crazy questions but I honestly I don't want to get in trouble I've already been in trouble so many times because of my freaking podcast episodes and like what comes out of my mouth but honestly don't be that person please like I hate being silenced and I think that's what's that's a big issue like being silenced in the world as a woman like I feel like people don't really want you to speak up for yourself or like stand up for yourself because you're a girl and Men do not rule the world, let's just get that. Let's make it clear men do not rule the world, it's women who rule it, okay? Which brings me to another topic women in the workforce. So, um, I've had a professional job ever since I was what 18 years old, and honestly, I feel like I've just had it up to my neck actually, not my neck, above my head. With just, like, dealing with workplace politics and just the way women are treated, it's definitely not cool. It's not a good look. It's not a good look for companies. It's not a good look for just people that are evil to women. Like, I can't tell you how many times, like, I've been in a situation where I'm in a meeting and... People are just fucking staring at me or like totally disrespecting me because I'm in a higher in a position of quote unquote power. And it's like nobody wants to listen to the hot young girl. And like that is so fucking annoying. Like I'm just sick of it. I've gotten in trouble before. I won't say a time or a day or a year or whatever. But I have gotten in trouble for complaining. And that's the thing, like you have these companies that have an open door policy with like HR and stuff and um, workforce retaliation. And then you have, you know, um, a whole month or week dedicated to women in, in whatever field it is. And it's just like, you guys do the total opposite when it comes to like an issue that comes at hand or comes to the surface. Like for example, I'm not, I'm going to just be really, really brief with this, but I was working at a place where, um, it was a lot of guys, it was a lot of guys. And I was, it was, I'm not going to say how old I was, but it was recent. Let's just see that. Anyway, long story short, somebody found one of the videos I had, um, filmed years ago back in like 2013. It's literally me in like a really tight dress and I'm walking down like a forest type area. It's a park in Pasadena. Shout out to Diego Abraham for shooting that. Um, But yeah, so people found this video and I guess it was distributed amongst the people, the guys where I was working at. And I kind of, it got to me. Somebody like screenshot it, a screenshot like the video and said, hey, is this you? And I like almost... My pants because I was like, Oh my god, how do these people find it? Like, I don't even use my real name when it came to like modeling stuff. Like, I try to be as low key as possible. Like, I was never that person that wanted anybody at work to find like my Instagram or my modeling pictures because it was just like once you have that come in the mix, it's like people start th- seeing you differently. And I didn't want that, you know, I wanted people to see me for like my work. And if you know me, if I've worked with you, I'm a very hard worker. I'm like very dedicated. So it's just like the fact that they found this was like heartbreaking, heartbreaking to me. So I didn't really make it a big deal. I was just like, no, that's not me. Delete it, whatever, whatever. And then a couple months down the line, it kind of started to bug me. I didn't make it a big issue because at the time, like I had a manager that I really, really respected and I did talk to HR about it, but it was just like HR was not having it. Like, they were just giving me this, like, bullshit-ass fucking investigation shit. And I was just like, well, whatever. Like, you know, I'll, like, they told me pretty much to get over it. You can't delete shit, that you know, that's on the internet from years ago. And I was just like, what was the point of me, like, saying speaking up? Like, I just want to be respected and I want this to stop. I don't want any rumors because apparently... There was a rumor going on that I was in a porn tape, like, no. Anyway, so because I respected, like, my manager at the time, I didn't really want to, you know, make it a big deal. Um, so then he ended up leaving, and somebody ended up taking his position, and the person who took his position also happened to be the person that spread the rumor about the porn tape. So I was like, oh, my God, like, this is going to be crazy I had to like keep it cool with this person because I was afraid that he was just gonna do some crazy shit to like get back at me for complaining or you know speaking up and that is exactly what happened my friends he literally just fucking did some wild shit I should have saw it coming I should have just made it a big issue from the beginning and maybe we wouldn't have been where we're at but um It almost got to the point where like, I think I didn't realize that he possibly was trying to like get at me and like, you know, it's just like, you don't see somebody, like if somebody's out of your league, you just don't see him that way. And you would never imagine that they even see you that way. So, you know, when I tell people the story, um, they kind of see it as like, okay, you know, they probably were trying to get at you or something. But anyway, long story short, um, Yeah, I ended up fucking just being like, I can't fucking do this. Like it gets really, really bad and really ugly fast. And I just think that is not fair. It is not fair because there are so many beautiful, hot, young women out there that have regular jobs that really just want to make a decent living. They don't want to sell pictures on fucking OnlyFans. They don't want to be escorts or have sugar daddies. Like, you know, all that comes easy if you're hot, young, you know, and just a good personality. So it's like there's a lot of people that don't want to take that route and want to be just like normal. So it's like why can't like jobs or like corporate places accept that and just like kind of have your back for once, you know, because it's like. It's just so ridiculous. Like I don't I don't I don't understand how hard it is to respect a woman. It's like and especially if you work with like a lot of men. A lot of these guys that I was working with had wives at home, children, daughters. Their their um wives were stay-at-home stay-at-home wives, stay-at-home moms. And it's just like you would never want anyone to disrespect your wife or your daughter or your mother or your sister the way you're disrespecting me. So why are you doing it? And that's just something that always like pissed me off. And I don't know if it's just like, um, throughout the years, I just, I just, I had an issue with it, I guess. And as I got older, I just started to speak up. And like, honestly, I'm at a point now where I just don't give a fuck. Like, if I don't like something out of place, I'm going to say something. And I highly, 99.9% of the time, I'll probably end up getting fired for it but it's it's like I rather stand up for myself and not just be at work miserable slaving to somebody who's fucking nothing the moment we step outside the door and you know be at peace with myself and speaking up for myself because in at the same place that I was at where you know this rumor went around there was a few other girls that, you know, I saw get harassed or get disrespected and they didn't say anything. They just kept their mouth shut. And it's like, I get it. You have a family, you have kids. And maybe that's the difference between me and like them. You know, I don't have a family. I don't have kids to support. So it's like easier for me to just like speak up, say something if I get, you know, in trouble, whatever. Like I'm not tripping about like whether I'm going to have food on the table for my kids to feed but even then, it's like, I don't know. I just want, I'm not for that shit. Can somebody tell me why it's like this? Like, we are in 2020. Women have a voice. All, like, I just, ugh, I'm at loss for words. What I'm trying to do right now is not say too much. Too much, that's going to get me in trouble. Legally, because... You know, your girl's always gonna lawyer up regardless, so let's just forget that. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think like a couple years ago, there was a girl who sued like a bank or something because she was too hot or something like that. I don't remember it what it was. Let's see, woman, let me google it, sues bank. I think she got fired for being too hot. She was like dressed too hot or whatever. Yeah. Woman says this was in 2010. Woman says she was fired from Citibank for being too hot too hot. She was fired from the Citibank for being too hot. She was 33. Damn. It's like she was actually really hot. Actually, let's see. Let's read it. This is on the New York Post and it says Laure, lore, Lauren Lorenzana, 33. She was 33. She went to work as a business banking officer at Citibank's Chrysler building branch in September 2008. She says, Everything I wore was professional, things everybody wears in corporate America. I agree. Uh, the way they looked at what I wore was very disappointing. Shortly after the commencement of her employment, branch manager Craig Fisher, an assistant branch manager, um, began articulating inappropriate and sexist comments concerning plaintiff's clothing and appearance. And I feel this girl 100% because honestly, the okay, so at my la- the last place that I worked at with the whole porn tape, whatever, I remember the first day I wore like jeans and like, a semi-tight shirt like it was the end of the world it legit felt like the end of the world because like people were just like really staring and it's just like dude I'm literally wearing a jeans and top like do I have to wear like shitty ass clothes and that that was like my thing like I would constantly be just wearing sweats and like a big sweatshirt I wouldn't do my hair didn't wouldn't do my makeup because I didn't want to bring any attention to me and then it wasn't until like I want to say, like, a year or two after, or maybe even, like, months after I had, like, formally complained to the human resources department, I was like, you know what, fuck it, like, why am I gonna hide? I'm not gonna dumb myself down because these people don't know how to respect a woman, so... I just started to wear my regular jeans and my shirt. I did my hair. I did my makeup whenever I wanted to. It was definitely really, really awkward, especially when I would go into meetings or, you know, I would have to speak in front of people. But this is shit that happens, like, in real life. And I believe it. And it's disgusting. So apparently this woman, Sana, Loren, wait, what the fuck her name was? Yeah, Lorenzana, she was a mother. And she was told that she must refrain from wearing certain items of clothing. In particular, turtleneck tops, pencil skirts, fitted business suits, or other properly tailored clothing. That's another thing, too. Guys, if a woman is curvy... Okay, let's just compare. A woman with no curves and a woman who's curvy. They both have the same skirt. Obviously, the girl with the curve is going to look way hotter. No offense, than the girl with... You know, just a regular sheet body. There's just something about having curves that everything is just like a lot more sexualized, and it's like that's not our fault. You can even wear like slacks and like a top, a loose top, and your shit will still be showing, and that's insane. It's fucking crazy, and it's just I can't believe that it happens. Um, let's see. She did point out, Lauren Sana, back to this New York Post um article so this woman i guess she would um point out other female colleagues that wore similar attire and a lot more a lot of them uh sorry i can't talk a lot of them dressed far more provocatively this is so freaking true i remember one time i was working at the fucking bank i was 18 years old this was pre-boob job and I used to dress all cute. I was young. I was so cute. This was, like, before shit used to get to me. Like, this was when I was super innocent. But I remember wearing this, like, cute top. It was from, um, what was the brand? Rampage, I believe. Yeah, it was Rampage. Super cute. It wasn't low, but it was just, like, flirty. It wasn't even, like, low-cut, nothing. I remember this one fucking lady at Bank of America. I was working the merchant, the merchant line, and I used to be so excited working the merchant line because it's like, you know, like if you're working the merchant line, like you're pretty cool. Like you're pretty up there, I guess. So this lady, this woman, she was Filipino. Fucking, I don't remember her name, but she's fucking stupid. So she apparently told my boss, Barbara. Barbara was the best boss ever. Shout out to you, Barbara. Um, She told Barbara that my cleavage was showing and I told Barbara because Barbara had like pulled me to the side and said hey you know next time don't wear that like this customer or this yeah this customer this whatever they fucking call people that come into the bank said that your shirt was inappropriate and she she felt like you were showing too much cleavage girl I looked at Barbara and I was like Barbara I am flat chested I don't know what cleavage she's talking about to this day I remember that because it's like petty as fuck like you literally complained to my boss about my flat chest, like so stupid. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot. But anyway, if you are in a similar situation or you have been in a similar situation and it hasn't been three years yet, hit me up. I'll hook you up with my lawyer <laughs> and we'll talk some business. But um, yeah, no, I just, it's, it's not cool guys. <sighs> Corporate America, what's going on? This is, the world's fucked up. Like, you can't be doing this to people. You can't be judging people by what they look like. Just all this stuff, it really, 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 really can fuck somebody up. And I highly believe that a lot of my mental issues come, or they stem from my appearance, struggling with appearance Issues And just being accepted for me, you know, I feel like sometimes I do feel like my appearance is like a burden to me because people have judged me. People have like treated me certain ways because of it. And it's fucking sad. And if you see me on social media and you know me too personally, you know that I'm like very into my appearance. Like it's the one thing that I have control over, which is my body and my appearance. I might not be like the hottest person ever, but you know, I like to have some type of control. And that's the only thing that I have control over. And it also is... Burden at the same time, so you know, there are days when I'm just like, Oh, I don't want to go out, like, I don't want to go outside, I don't want no one to see me, I don't want to go to the grocery store, I don't want no one to hit on me. Like, even being at the gym, I have been through so many gyms because I feel I get anxiety of just like thinking, like, oh my god, who's gonna stare at me? Like, people are looking like oh my god, like. I literally freaked the fuck out. So I've switched gyms so many times. And finally, I'm at a gym where it's like fucking secluded. It's members only, baby. Members only gym. And I don't have to deal with nobody looking at me. Just it's super like exclusive and just cool. But shit like that. So again, mental. This episode is dedicated um, to everybody going through. Um, anxiety, depression, suicide, suicide thoughts, bulimia, anemia, all that mental shit. This episode is dedicated to you. If you're listening and you possibly don't go through or have not gone through any of these issues, you don't know what it's like to be depressed or have anxiety or whatever. Just be nice. Please do your part as a human, as a civilian in society, and just be nice, spread love, show love to people always be kind again you just don't know what people are going through people might see me walking down the street and be like this bitch swears she's hot shit like whatever you know be super fucking mean to me and not realize that i am the most fucking depressed bitch ever so please be kind spread love that wraps up the episode number four for dime talk Thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you guys. Will not see you. I will talk to you guys next week. Make sure to follow Dime Talk on Instagram. It is at Dime Talk. Also, if you are not following my Instagram page, my personal Instagram page, you can also follow me there. It will be on um, the Dime Talk Instagram account. Hit me up if you guys are going through some shit. Let's talk. I'm here to talk. Send me some questions. Send me your, um, what's it called? What was I saying? Send me your story. If you want to, If you want me to talk about your story, send me your story. I'm here for you guys. I want you guys to just love each other, spread love, show love, go hug your man, even if you're mad at him, go hug your girlfriend, even if you're mad at her. I'm still not talking to my parents, but hey, so much love to them. Anyway, that's it, you guys. I will... S- talk to you guys on the next episode you want this money then you gotta be a bad bitch take that ass for the tip if you a bad bitch